Okay. Now the video works. <laughs> okay, so yeah. I'm Caden anyway for the MMA MMA UK BJJ show. Um before we get started, remember to like the video and subscribe to the channel. And uh, with me today I have Professor Joanna. How are you, Joanna? Are you okay? I'm very well, thank you. How about you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Thank thank you for uh, coming on and having a chat with me. Yeah, of course. Pleasure. Um, so, uh, first of all, um, I noticed when, when you get introduced, you do get introduced a lot as Professor Joanna. Uh, I'm curious about your surname. How is that uh, pronounced and uh, where, where does it originate from? I'm not sure if you want to go into the pronunciation, but go for it. Try it out. <laughs> Zubranovic. Zubranovic. Close enough, very close. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 good one. <laughs> I'll settle for that. <laughs> and um, so where, where does that originate from? Yeah, it's uh, it's Polish. The original oh, is from Poland. So my, my parents were born here uh, in Poland, so that's the where the surname is from. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And uh, so was the any kind of jiu-jitsu in, in Poland? Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. was. There's a, there, it's been for a while since about probably mm, late 90s. Mm. I'm not sure exactly what year it arrived, um, but we had uh, Roy Harris come in um, from California to teach in Poland and do seminars. And I think that's kind of how it started. So I probably the first seminar I attended when I was 19. So that mm. must have been a long time ago. I don't want to count how many years ago. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 16, 17 years ago, something like that. I think he was, that was his second seminar. So about 20 years, I think 20 years ago, it probably started becoming like kind of popular, not really, but it, people would recognize, um, I think jujitsu's um, effectiveness in mixed martial arts. And this is where it all started, I guess. Is that where it started for you? Cause I know you started out in kickboxing and judo, is that right? Yeah, I did kickboxing before because we didn't have any gyms where I lived uh, at the time, any jiu-jitsu gyms. Uh, I had to travel quite far to be able yeah. to train jiu-jitsu. So there was just literally maybe three venues in the entire country that offered jiu-jitsu. Um, and usually they're like lower belts that I was teaching. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. Like they still had great backgrounds. So most of the instructors would have been like karate or judo black belt. So they had a solid background behind them. Uh, and it was just because it was a new martial art introduced. So they, were, they weren't necessarily black belts as you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I'm just curious, obviously, Obviously, we've had the lockdown and everything, of course, but you, you seem to uh, make the most of it. Obviously, you've had your your, your yoga that uh, you've you've put out. You, you had, uh, I believe, last week it was a baby challenge, was it that, that you were doing? Uh, was that last this week? is that. Yeah, I've been doing just a lot to motivate people just to get active. Some of it was for for a joke. Some of it was actually uh, a proper program uh, that I launched. For example, was a, a cardio program which is a four week program and it's five classes online five times a week, 30 minutes plus breathing exercises, meditation and stretching. Um, and that's for everybody to join for a month for 30 pounds. So it's, I thought it was a quite good offer and I wanted to use that cheap price to, as an incentive for people just to get kind of sign up. And because they've paid money, they will hopefully, uh, you know, feel like, okay, now that they've paid, they have to do something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's talking about uh, proper proper stuff you're doing right now, uh, martial arts inspired uh, 
videos. That is that that's right? the one. That I, I is the one. How is the reception being to that? And can can people still join if they wanted to? Yes, they can still definitely join. Uh, I had quite a few signups this week, but with attendance was uh, well, depending on the hour, it's afternoon is a little bit less people, and the the morning classes are more popular. But there are still spots if someone wants to sign up. Yeah, it's not full yet, um, so more than welcome. It is as you mentioned, martial arts inspired, so we do a lot. Of, some movements from kickboxing, some movement from jujitsu, but it's uh, it's just basically about moving the body, getting a little bit of strength training, just a little bit. Uh, it's medium intensity, it's nothing crazy. You just take it at your own pace. So there's different levels. There's be complete beginners, but there's also people who are higher belts. They just want to get some cardio workout together with strength and stretching. Um, so I would say it would fit everybody, whether you're a beginner or more advanced students, respectively of your level. Absolutely. And can we expect more of these um more of these kinds of I don't want to call them things, but can we expect more of these in the future from you? Yes. I already am planning to launch a second wave of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because the reception has been so good and people I realize people really, really needed it. Uh, and most most of my clients actually have told me that, look, if it wasn't for these classes, I, I wouldn't be doing anything. Yeah. Um, my my conception was that people would sign up to something online, but they didn't necessarily do that. They were just like waiting for, for the lockdown to, to finish, but obviously it's not finishing and nobody knows how long the restrictions are gonna last. So in the interim, I think like we have to focus on what we can do today rather than waiting for it to finish. Uh, I don't like to wait and postpone things because this is pretty much procrastinating. Yes, yeah. you can have a day or two off, but like to, to get your body feel like nice and relaxed and uh, recover. But how long can you take it for? Two months, three months, your body's gonna feel it. So I think like to, in order to sustain the level of fitness, you need to do something on pretty much on daily basis, at least five times a week, very light conditioning. It's It's very beneficial, so. Yeah, yeah, it has I been. Will it has been very, uh, very difficult being able to get out, try exercise now. And then, I mean, I think some people might be wary to sign up to things, but I think people know what they're getting with yourself. You know, you're very committed. So, yeah. Um, it's and I that. think that. Go on, sorry. <laughs> No, I just wanted to add actually uh, one important aspect of that uh, of that training is that because it's life and because most people are on a camera, uh, they know that I'm watching, that everyone else is watching. It's, it's not exactly the same as playing something yeah. online that you will follow because halfway through it, you'll feel like, all right, I've had enough and you'll switch it off. Whereas mm. here, you're accountable. People keep yeah. you accountable, the teacher keeps you accountable and you have to have the accountability for yourself. So so there is no such thing as quitting. You just have to continue. If yeah. someone doesn't come to class, I text them. I actually sent him a text message like, you didn't come to class, is everything okay? Like, yeah, what are you yeah, coming to? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, I yeah. think that that's the great thing about stuff like that when it's live is people push it as well in a good way. Yeah. You know, they really yeah. give you encouragement and stuff. So I want obviously you, you promote a lot of health and fitness. So is this something that you've you've been into since you were younger, the whole health side of it and that? Yes, pretty much, yeah. Um, but always trying to look after my body. Um, and I found that through physical activity, it not only helped just to 
keep my body in check, but also for my mental health, I guess as yeah, well. <laughs> it helps a lot, especially in times like these when um, when we aren't allowed to do the, the things we used to do. Uh, and we kind of constricted to the four, four walls or to our houses. Uh, not many people have space to go outside um, outdoors. So this is perfect for maintaining your hormones uh, at the good level, the endorphins, the oxytocin, all of it, not just yeah. serotonin. People think it's just like, oh, a little bit of a boost. Not exactly, it's much more than that. It really sets you in a better mood. So the reason why I launched these classes in the morning was also like, I wanted to do it for myself because I know once I do it, I see the smiley faces, we boost the energy, like the energy boost is great in the morning. So we have fun, we laugh, you know, uh, it's not just workout, it's actually having chit chat conversation, looking yeah. at what everyone's doing and it does help to to actually um, take on that energy and you know spread it throughout the day for the day. So it's in that way, it also kind of it keeps you sane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I've always I've always been into healthy, healthy living, um, healthy eating, exercising, all of that holistically. Yeah. Yeah, and doing it in the morning, things great because no better way to start your day is it was good, good exercise, good, good food. You know get you going for the rest of the day then yeah so um you've got your uh as well as this you got your self-defense uh that you have you've got your own own website in regards to it yeah. uh, i'm just wondering how, how, it, how it come about how did you start in the self-defense mm -hmm. well i used to uh when i studied i used to work uh in security so i was <laughs> bouncing a lot for about five yeah. years and kind of that puts things into perspective because then you have to deal with scenarios where there aren't necessarily a referee around to stop yeah. the fight or, uh, you know, some of the moves might not work. <laughs> and it's most of the, most of the time it's, it's out of nowhere. It comes all of a sudden and you don't expect it. So you have to employ the reflexes um, and the scenarios differ so much from martial arts environment where it's a secure place where you have mm -hmm. a set of rules we start from the knees, for example, you know, you shake hands, you're ready, like your partner takes it easy on you, you know, you don't go 100% on each other. In that environment where you have to face uh, whatever comes, you sometimes, I notice, I realize that not everything that I thought I knew, um, I was actively ready to uh, to to use in, a, uh, you know, in that, in, that, in that scenario. So then I started discovering, um, or like just studying um, the most typical attacks, uh, the most typical, uh, also for experience mostly, not just studying, but actually being there and watching what's happening in, in street fights or in, in clubs, how people approach one another, what's yeah. the best way to like deflect conflicts, uh, what verbal, non-verbal cues you can use to deflect the conflict, um, to get out of the situation in a safe way without breaking the law, yeah, <laughs> ideally. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I studied a bit, a bit of the law in terms of self-defense, all, all of it. So that, that just gave me, um, I guess, a bit more knowledge, practical and theoretical, um, to help people understand what can be done. And also one day when, the, when it goes to court, you know, how they can make sure that whatever they do, it's safe and done safely to protect themselves, but also to protect their, their rights. Um, so, so yeah, so that was, I guess the reason, 
yeah. and I wanted to see what are the best ways. And I'm don't get me wrong, like it's it's a journey for a lifetime. Every single day I learn something new. There are clients that come to me and say, look, this happened to me. This is the way someone grabbed my bag and I wasn't able to kick in because there was not enough angle. And so we then go through the scenarios and try to figure out what's the best way to um, not to let it happen next time. Yeah. Um, so I've I've seen that people seem to be in two minds about this. Is Some people say jiu-jitsu does work in a street kind of fight. Other people say, say it doesn't. What what's your take on that? Do you believe that jujitsu works in a street scenario? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't like assigning a particular martial art. I the the art is only as good as the student, if you know yeah. what I mean. So if you say is boxing good for the street, I would probably say maybe not for me because I'd probably break my knuckles in someone's yeah. jaw. <laughs> But yeah. if you have Mike Tyson in the street, hell, I wouldn't approach him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it, yes, it can work for someone that's practiced it enough. And on an opponent that you think might be uh, someone you are able to tackle. So, for example, I wouldn't do a hip pro on someone who is 180 kilos or yeah. even 100 kilos for that matter. Uh, I, I just wouldn't. You know, that would just wouldn't happen uh, out of the equation. Although if someone's smaller and there's good timing and I feel like my judo is on point, um, why not? But it's up to your instincts. It's up to you kind of like having good judgment of the situation. And that's what it breaks down to. Uh, yeah. It's not just the amount of training you put in. It's also your mental confidence because there are a lot of people who are great at jujitsu. They tap everyone, but it comes to the streets they freeze. So yeah. that's the mental aspect of it, which is massive. It's probably more important than the martial art training itself. Like how assertive you are, how you react. Sometimes you will just be able to break the fight. Uh, so yeah, so if the situation is only as good as the student uh, and as good as the student's mental state, I would say as well. Yeah. And then yeah. there's millions of scenarios, millions of options of variables that you have to take into account whether it's floor is slippery, whether there are the people around, you know, there's just millions of things. So I would yeah. say yes, but it all depends on the situation. Yeah, brilliant answer. Thank you for hitting the right on the head there. Um, so it, it seems like uh, women's self-defense seems to be becoming quite popular and obviously that, that's not a good thing when you think about it, but can you just talk about how important it is to you to be able to do this and give this information to, to women who might find themselves in these situations. How important is it to you? I think um, the reason maybe uh, it is underestimated, it's because people don't usually come to self-defense training until something happens. Mm, yeah. um, and the current statistic is that one in five women will be assaulted and, or attacked in their lifetime, but I, it's definitely more. Yeah. <laughs> from, from what I've heard, from you know conversations with friends, with people that I know, it's, it seems like it's pretty much every single person in one way or another will be either mm, a victim of maybe trying, someone trying to rob them, someone following them. And it doesn't mean that they will get hurt. But most of the time, we, I mean, I felt victim of like people snatching some, trying to snatch my phone or grabbing my bag so many times. 
And I find myself like, I think I'm a relatively responsible person. I don't go walking in the dark too often. You know, I try to avoid dark colleagues, but it still happens sometimes in daylight. So just having myself as an example, I see that it, it is possible and it does happen. So I think um, people usually just, just, because nothing happens, nothing like bad happens, they just turn a blind eye and think it will never happen again. And it's not until they get physically hurt or mentally disturbed that they actually approach a self-defense coach asking for help and advice. Um, but the self-defense training in itself, like at least for what I do, it's not necessarily meant to teach them some complicated sequences of how to react. It's more about awareness. It's more about common sense, teaching them what can be done, how they can react, and actually just practicing these, like practicing what if someone approaches, you have to get put your hands up, get your reflex going, you know, use your voice, et cetera. Like uh, all these things. Uh, and most 99% of the population, if you watch them in the streets, do not abide by the most basic rules of walking in the streets, such as look around, listen to your yeah. surroundings, everyone's wearing earbuds now. <laughs> everyone's <laughs> their phones, their music, having their head down in their phones. We're all in a zombie mode. Most, all of us yeah. do that, you know, but it's it's the question of where you do it, how you do it, and, you know, it can happen anywhere. Like last time I was actually um, getting a train here where I live uh, close by and someone just entered, entered a train, tried to grab my phone and just run off. <laughs> and Terrible. because I had my phone really holding it tight, I just like, snatched it back and as soon as i stood up he was gone yeah yeah. <laughs> like you would never expect it it's a train full of people right but mm. what saved me was the strong grip on the phone. Yeah, yeah. but uh yeah so it's if, if you do want to have an understanding of um of what can be done you can go into into the uh, self-defense but it, it depends it depends on someone's needs. Like if they feel they are safe, that's that's their option. Like even they they don't have to do that, you know. But um, it's definitely helpful um, in terms of empowerment because then, especially women who are considered the you know most more fragile part of the society, um, they might feel a little bit more empowered in a way that they always think um, in a, in a in a situation when there is a male and, and a female, yeah. uh, the tendency is to think like, obviously the male is stronger, so they have they have an advantage. Like strength, not only strength advantage, but, but you know, uh, female is usually considered the weaker part. Yeah. And it could be the case unless the female reacts in a certain way. So she also has a lot of choices to make in that decision. And so women don't often realize this until they come into self-defense course and actually uh, by using their voice, shouting at somebody, bringing the hands, pushing them away, then they scare each other and they realize, wow, this is actually quite powerful. Actually, yeah. I can do that. <laughs> and so practicing that helps them realize that they're not um, um, powerless. And that's, I think that's the biggest beauty of these courses, like seeing females feeling stronger mentally, not just physically. Yeah, uh, I think sometimes there's a confusion around uh, self-defense. Like some people might think, "Oh, well, self-defense is how to fight back." But when you look at, I think there's two videos on on the website, and in those two scenarios, you show you you show yourself like def defending and then taking off. Do you, do you believe there's confusion around it? 
Well, self-defense is uh, both. It's both uh, awareness, deflect, deflecting conflicts, and when it comes to physical intervention, this is what we teach as well as, um, I would say, worst case scenario, or we call it code red sometimes, it's when there's no other option but to fight back then that's that's yeah there's there are a few different levels of self-defense yeah uh, we've got a comment here hello from student boy said professor joanna i have been enjoying watching your self-defense videos how often will you be looking to, looking up putting out the videos so i think the self-defense videos that i had on my instagram were from nick wood martial arts uh and i think he's launching uh, his new episodes this year so lockdown allowing, <laughs> I think it will be continued. Uh, and myself, uh, I will also aim to record um, at least once once a week new content. But again, I'll need a bit of space to be able to, to do that. So fingers crossed, we can go back to the gym and film some stuff. Lovely. Um, so I've noticed some of, some of the demonstrations, the, you do get a lot of one-on-one -on -one situations when when the world allows it um do you think we would see self-defense videos that might uh go about like groups if like a group of people were to try and attack uh, what, what would you think about that um to re to record a group class do you mean or yeah yeah so obviously when when the world allows it to record a, a, a video or whatever of yeah. a group you know, rather than one-on-one -on -one situation. Definitely, yes, yes, that's on the on the agenda as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's a big one. You got a lot of people going around in mm. groups these days, and you know, I, I think there's a lot there's a lot more fear when you see a group. You know, because you you don't know what what they're gonna do. Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. I think it definitely be great to to see some of them when. When okay, yeah. I'll definitely remember that one. Yeah. Um, okay, so just a few uh, few quick fire questions. Um, what's the craziest thing that you've seen in a jiu-jitsu competition? In a jiu-jitsu competition, the craziest thing I've seen. Mm, I think it... Uh, must have been McKenzie Dern fighting a much bigger opponent in the finals. Uh, it was open weight division, and I it didn't look good. I mean, I was scared for her back because she was big, just squished there in a the yeah. position, but she somehow managed to win the fight on points. It was incredible. It was an incredible fight uh, with so much weight difference. Uh, I don't remember exactly how many kilos. It must have been at least 50 kilos difference from what I remember. So that was... Yeah, that was pretty incredible outcome in black belt final open category. So for me personally, that was, I think, a highlight. <laughs> yeah, it sounds crazy, but that's really showing what jujitsu is, you know, the, the small yeah, test. Exactly. And I don't think I've seen anything that in a male division ever happen. Usually, um, like the top weight, maybe one weight difference. Um, I, I haven't seen three or four more weight difference of where a guy would win over someone. Yeah. So much bigger. Yeah. It, it is crazy that like that that weight difference is absolutely mad. So um, so when when you you know training or you know 
doing healthy, good stuff, coaching. Uh, what 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 do you like to do as a, a pastime or a hobby? There's loads. <laughs> it all circles around health and fitness, uh, but also reading and the material will be similar and probably motivational material such as David Goggins, things like that, playing some musical instruments. And I recently started ice skating, which I fell in love with, but unfortunately the rink is closed. So I think yeah. I'll resume as soon as the ice rink opens. So that that was my new lockdown hobby as well. <laughs> All right. Okay. And uh, what what uh, musical instruments do you play? Which sorry. In uh, musical instruments, are you able to play? Oh, uh, I recently started the piano. Oh, yeah. And uh, I find it great meditative practice because it teaches me to be patient, which I'm not. So it's the biggest challenge for me so far, I think. Uh, and the one incredible thing I notice about it is that it gives you a tremendous amount of focus, um, which again, I don't have much of. So, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's great. It's hard in a way that, yeah, I, I need to be very patient and uh, slow goes slow. So yeah. it's, it's incredible for the focus. I'd, uh, I'd love to be able to play a musical instrument, but like you like said, I don't think I've got the patience. <laughs> um, That's okay. the thing, yeah. So a uh, final question, and um, what can we expect from you uh, this year? I'm definitely going to be uh, continuing with my online plan, with my online classes, and everyone is more than welcome to join whenever they like. It's going to be ongoing, and I believe it will be running throughout the year. Even if the lockdown finishes, um, I'll definitely continue with it online because people are, won't be commuting as much to their workplaces. I think will be very much needed. Um, there will be more, more con video content uh, for self-defense, but not just solely self-defense. I'm also launching my first Jiu-Jitsu instructional. Okay. It's meant, it was meant to launch in January, but I unfortunately have to postpone. Um, probably record the videos in February. So my first Jiu-Jitsu instructional is coming out soon. Um, yeah, I think majorly it's just uh, bringing more interesting content for people, which will be available online, uh, either to watch for free or maybe for a small digital download. Um, and whatever people will need, um, I will adjust accordingly to what happens when what the situation is. Yeah. But that's not so far. Definitely looking forward to that. Listen, thank you for uh, taking the time to chat with me. It's It's been lovely. Pleasure. Pleasure. Nice to meet you. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for, for the invite. All right. You too. Thank you. Thanks. Bye.